everyone. Welcome to the Dino Graham Show, where we always enjoy the best of entertainment, including a myriad of topics that we will discuss, inspirational messages, interviews with special guests, music that always inspires, and a host of other exciting surprises. And now let's sit back and enjoy the show. Absolutely. Sit back and enjoy the show today. I welcome all of you to the Dino Graham Show. I greet you from the beautiful city of General Pico, Argentina. Our team is down here in Argentina doing some ministering, and we're having some great services. Today is our day off. And uh, it's a free day. We are down in La Pampa region, which is the steak capital of the world. And I hope to just drop some steak on your plate today, along with some hot bread. Is that all right? You know, we spend a lifetime looking for the perfect place to live. We talk about, hey, where would you like to go on vacation this year? We Google places. We do a lot of research. We're always looking for the perfect place to relax, to refuel, to refresh, to be revived. You can search this whole world over, and you might find some enjoyable places, but one special place is in the Word of God, and we find comfort and peace and wisdom in the Word of God. I want to get right to the podcast today, but before I do, why don't you be sure to click like and, and share with all of your friends and let them know that the Dino Graham Show will bless their life. So I want to talk to you today about the perfect place. Um, there is a place where the Lord is looking to have fellowship with you, and better put, he's looking for an intimate relationship with you. And I want to read a a few passages of Scripture, drawing your attention first to Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, says, They heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam And his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So we find the Lord walking in the garden looking for Adam. Then in Exodus chapter 7 And verse 16, it reads, And you shall say to him, The Lord God of the Hebrews has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But indeed, until now, you would not hear. A very familiar passage of Scripture. Let my people go. Then over in Luke 1, we see the visitation of Gabriel... In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel, Luke chapter 1, verse 26, was sent by God 
to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And then the final passage of scripture if i can read for you john chapter 14 verse 15 jesus says if you love me keep my commandments and i will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, the New King James Version says. I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. When we think about the perfect place, typically... If you're in a relationship, you think about the perfect place for you and your your significant other, your lover. And the truth is, all lovers need a place. Where, where are we going to dinner tonight? Where are we going to meet after work? Where are we going next weekend? Which beach? Which hotel? Where is it at? Send me a link. You see... <laughs> All lovers need a place because the truth is love has to express itself and it can't hide itself. Love will always find a way to the surface and reveal itself because all lovers need a place. And that's what the Garden of Eden was that we just read about. God created the garden so that we would have a place. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. He said, the whole world is mine, but the garden will be our meeting place. So whenever we get ready for the hookup, I don't want you wandering all over the world trying to find me. God says, this will be our place. And this garden that we'll call Eden is going to be the spot that you and I get together and become intimate and become affectionate. And this is the place of our intimacy. This is the place where actually humanity hooks up with divinity. This is the place where the human connect with the divine. It's the Garden of Eden. But when sin came, When sin came, we lost our place. 
And that's why they were driven out of the garden. They they lost their intimacy. And the voice of the Lord walked through the cool of the garden, saying, Adam, oh, Adam, where are you? You know you were supposed to meet me here. Where are you, Adam? And God looks for Adam. Notice God looks for Adam, not the other way around. Adam is not looking for God. He says, where are you, Adam? Here I am, Lord. I heard thy voice. I was afraid. I was naked, and I hid myself. So Adam admits, I heard, I hid. I heard, I hid. I was afraid, and I hid. You see, whenever you see people hiding themselves, they're always afraid of something. I, I hid myself, and I made these little fig leaves to cover. And, and God says, Adam, son, what have you done? Don't you know those fig leaves are not going to cover you? And Adam's like, what, what's wrong with it, Lord? I've been working all night because I, I knew you would be coming my way. I've been, I've been sewing on this thing all night. But we need to realize It'll never be by works. It's never by works. Because the reality is this. All that man can make is religion. But he cannot make relationship. And that's why so many people are empty deep down inside. They make religion. But they don't make room for relationship. Now the third problem with the fig leaves is this. You had to pull it to sew it. So when you pulled it, you separated it from its life source to sew it. And the problem with the fig leaves is actually the problem with you and I. The fig leaves are separated from its source. And you were separated from me. In spite of the fact that the leaf looks green right now, it's withering. Why? Because it's lost its relationship. Now let me speak a moment here. You see, the the fig had relationship as long as it was connected. But when he pulled it away from the connection... It lost relationship in order to become an apron. And what was going on with the fig was going on with the man. He had pulled away from God like the leaves had pulled away from the bush. And both of them were withering together. And God said, this ain't gonna, this ain't gonna work. I'm gonna find something that'll fix you, Adam. And he went out And he took the bloody skins of an innocent animal, and he said, put this on, Adam, because I've got you covered. I've got you covered. Now, I don't know who all I'm talking to today on this podcast. I'm in Argentina. You're all over the world listening. I don't know who's naked and afraid and hiding yourself, but I I need you to know this. God said, just put this on because I've got you covered. I see your shame, and I've got you covered. I know your little secrets, and I've got I've got you covered.
I know your fears, and I've got you covered. Don't let your fear cause you not to have intimacy with me. Just put this on, he says. We're still going to be together. We're still going to get together. Just put this on. Come on and meet me because I've got you covered. You see, you can't cover yourself. God has us covered. So the first meeting place was in the garden. The second meeting place we read about 2,500 years later is out in the wilderness. Pharaoh, let God's people go that they may worship him in the wilderness. And he took them out into the wilderness, and there he built a tabernacle. And the tabernacle was there as a meeting place. Now, what the tabernacle is in the wilderness, Eden was in the world. It's a meeting place. It's a place to hang out. That's why it's in the middle of the camp, and all the tribes surrounded it, saying that God's saying, I won't be happy. You got to get this. God is saying, I won't be happy until I'm in the center of your life. See, He's telling you, you've been using me like a like a, a, a chick on the side. I've been your Sunday morning date for way too long. God says, I'm tired of dating you once a week. I want to be in the center of your life. And everything else you do, it has to wrap around me. Every, everybody else you meet has got to wrap around me. Everything else you're involved in has got to wrap around me because I am your tabernacle. I am the place of meeting. And incidentally, Tabernacle in the Hebrew is a tent of meeting. It is what the Garden of Eden was. It's a place where lovers meet. So already in 14 minutes and 23 seconds, I've showed you the garden as a place where lovers meet. I showed you briefly the tabernacle as a place where lovers meet. And then God said, I'm going to give you... The ultimate meeting place, the rendezvous place. And he he went down and told a girl named Mary, he said, I need to make it out of your womb. So, So it's kin to me. So we're related. And the next place I meet you is going to be in Jesus because Jesus is our meeting place. He he is the place where God meets man, where humanity meets divinity. Jesus is the place of the hookup. He's the place of the connection, the place of the union. He is the place of fellowship. In him I live, in him I move, and in him I have my being. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. So, we find that the meeting place is now leaving. He's going away. The meeting place, Jesus, is going away from people who took him extremely serious. These people had walked away from their livelihoods. They left their families. They, they quit their jobs just to be close to you, Jesus. For 
for three and a half years, they had done everything together. They walked together. They ate together. They washed together. They did everything together. And now he says, I'm leaving. The, the, the text we read, it jumps into this goodbye speech. You know, transitions are always tough. They're hard. And Jesus says, I will pray to the Father, and he will give you another comforter. Now, I may mess up some of your theology. Some of you uh, theologians and scholars that listen to the the podcast. (laughs) I may mess with some of your theology, but I want to talk about for a moment the praying son and the giving father. I, I am here today because he prayed for me. He's gotten me things I couldn't get for myself. He's blessed me with blessings I couldn't attain on my own. He is my intercessor. He says, I will pray the Father, and the Father will give the praying Son the giving Father. (laughs) Every good and perfect gift. I know you know the Scripture. Every good and perfect gift cometh down from above, from the Father of lights in whom there is no variable, there is no shadow of turning. Now that came from the Father. The outfit you're wearing came from the Father. The jacket you have on, the boots you have on came from the Father. The money clip in your pocket came from the Father. The chair you're sitting in right now came from the Father. Your voice came from the Father. Your your mind comes from the Father. Your strength comes from the Father. All of it, it comes from the giving Father as a result of the praying Son. The giving Father has blessed you. He says, I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter. Now, I need to go a little further with this. Um, I hope I haven't lost you. I know some of you, you've got that 30-second Instagram video uh, mentality. So I know I'm on the clock here. He says, I'm going, but it's okay because he's going to give you another. Now, the word another in Greek is alos. It means another of the same kind. Alos, Alos, where have I heard the word Alos before? Maybe it was over at Walgreens Drugstore. Maybe it was on that bottle of lotion I picked up. It said this lotion has Alos in it. You see, a further study of that you'll learn that alos is a plant. It is from this plant that alos is extracted. And the reason we use it in lotion is because the skin cells of the plant have a similar cell to the human skin. So it's another of the same kind. I hope you're getting that. It's another of the same kind. So when Jesus says, I will pray the Father and he will give you another comforter, he says, 
it's going to be another of the same kind. It's going, it's going to be me in another way. We're, we're getting ready for the ultimate hookup. It's going to be me in another way, another of the same kind. He says he will give you another comforter. He says, come on over here, Dino, and let me comfort you. Now, when we think about the Holy Spirit, when we think of of him comforting us, it's pictures, uh, imaginations in our mind of him simply placing his arm around us. But in the original language, it's not comfort like this. The word is parakletos. It's one who stands alongside to help. The comforter is help. The comforter will do whatever needs to be done. The comforter is there to help you in any way that's needed. Now, a paracletos out on the loading dock in a shipyard, in a warehouse, you know, it's like when you have something that's really heavy and you can't lift it, there's an apparatus called a paraclete. And the paraclete allows you to lift things that you couldn't lift by yourself because it gives you additional leverage. Now, I'm, I'm taking you somewhere here. I, I see the finish line up ahead. You know, if I tried to lift it in my own strength, I couldn't do it. I would fail in my own strength. But if I just take a, a chain and I hook it to the paraclete, I'm able to pull it up easier because now I have help. And you see, that's what the Holy Ghost is. When something is too heavy for you, something is too much for you. Now, you need to pay attention to this concept because for some of you, some of the things you're going to grab onto you don't have the strength to lift, but whatever you do, don't give up on your vision. You just need to get a paraclete in your hand. I couldn't lift this in my own strength, but I have a comforter that is a paraclete that gives me strength that's not my own. And he says, when you go in, I'm going in with you. When you go after it, I'm going after it with you. When you get in the fight, I'm in the fight with you. I'm going to stand alongside you to help. And when you run out of strength, that's when I'm going to kick it into overdrive. I will not leave you comfortless. I'm recording this podcast right now to remind you there are people listening to me right now who are who are getting ready to do some pretty superhuman things. You're getting ready to do some things that are way out of your category, way out of your league, way above your strength. You're like Elijah when God said, go eat because the journey is too great for you. What God is about to give you is too great for you to lift. 
You have to get this paraclete down. You're not going to get it because you've got money. You're not going to get it because you went to college and got a degree. You're not going to get it because you have the proper training. But it'll be out of your intimacy. While everybody else in life around you is out there playing games. They're out there dabbling in politics. It's all they talk about. They're they're in the office turning tricks. I mean, they're, they're doing everything except becoming intimate with the Lord. And God said, if you'll just meet me in the garden, I'm going to lift the weight up off of you. If you'll be at the meeting place when I pass by, I'll give you the strength to handle it. I'll make you stronger than you've ever been in your life. There are those listening today. I know you've been blessed by the word. We have comfort in the Lord. Let's make sure we are at the right place at the right time and we spend proper time with him. I challenge you to find a deeper relationship with the Lord. I'm so glad you've listened today. Please share with all of your friends. I look forward to getting back home to Florida and uh, continuing with some podcasts. But until next time, just know that I love you and I'm praying for you. Thanks for listening today. I trust you've been inspired and blessed by something you've heard. Please remember to share the podcast with all your friends and be sure to follow me on all social media platforms. I look forward to hearing from you soon.